0: I mentioned in the previous segment that the Rebbe brings that there are tzimtzumim, many tzimtzumim for there to be the level that's called in the Maimori Hasidus Yuchayles. The word which is which is associated with the idea of your possibility as opposed to strength, Lahoir, and it's only one is nothing other than the possibility for Atmos to do whatever he wants. But the way Yachhailis is understood in the Maimutram, and the way Yukhailis is exploited by our Rebbe particularly, Yachhailis is an idea noir. But it's an idea in Oed that has absolutely no mitziyis whatsoever. It's just the for Oed. And it's actually called Kadmika Kad Moshe Which means that in no way is there any reality to Yocheyilis outside of Moyer, outside of atzmos. It's simply the Yocheyilis of atzmos. But at the same time, the fact that the level of Yocheyilis exists is considered an idea in Oyer which the Rebbe explains will change how Eireis emerged from Atzimuth in the Dereshtalshelos because before there were Matthias of aid, er, they were in the level of Yechoyles and this somehow changes how Eireis is going to be later and the Rebbe says in his Maimorim that in order for Yechoyles to exist there's I will make no attempt to explain this I'm you know, just going to state that the Rebbe spoke about it and then when the Rebbe spoke about it in in Memhe in 1985, you, you, you trot, there was a big tumult. And uh, I was a little bit too young to appreciate the debate. But uh, the way I understand it from what people told me, who are older than I am, that the Rebbe said to shut it down because nobody understood what he's talking about. So there's timtum For there to be a notion of Oyer on the very, very highest levels. On the levels which are not levels. But the first idea of Eri that I want to talk about and the notion that there is a tzimtzum for this Eri Ntsov to exist is what's called Etsum of Eden Right? You may know this from the very very first page of the tafshin Yun Aleph where the Rebbe points out that there's three levels of Eden Ntsov and he refers to a maimed near the very very end of the Samachvav Maybe it's Vayechi, maybe it's Shmois, where the Rebbe Shab actually finally says clearly that there's three levels of Eden Seif, not just two levels of Eden Seif, as is indicative earlier in the Sammach And the first level of Eden Seif is called Etzma Eden Seif. The idea of Etma Eden Seif is very, very deep, but at the same time, it's very, very simple, and I'll explain to you how. The principle of Oyer is that it's am right? We discussed this earlier, the principle of light, of divine light, of divine reflection, divine representation, is that it's Mein, it's the same as the Source, and that its emergence from the Source is automatically. The Source, with a capital S, um, is called Helama Atmi. Atmi. is meant to be a philosophical definition, for what Hashem is, what God is. And in my modem, I saw the Rebbe has footnotes where the Rebbe writes, aloshem bakam The Rebbe is not comfortable saying that you can define God by anything. But that's the expression which my modem used. The meaning of the word helam means hidden in relationship with self. Usually, when something is hidden, it's because it's not detectable by another, or there's something blocking it from another being able to detect it. Halim ha'atva means something that exists and it's hidden, but it's hiddenness is not because of its relationship to something else or lack of relationship with something else, but that it's hiddenness is about itself. That's the meaning of Hellam be hidden because of self, as you translate the words. Or another very similar expression called Hellam it's hiddenness is not because of an association and a relativism, it's a hiddenness because of what it is by itself. If you wanted to say this in more avoider terms, in more feelable terms, you would say that the nature of truth is that it's sneastic, it's modest, it exists only in relationship itself. The idea of being seen by another, defining itself by its relationship with another, is considered superficial. A truth is for itself, and Kvayachal the Ibishta is also for himself. So if we accept this philosophical definition, which is brought in by Mari Hasidus, that lalkus, the ibishter, is called helem ha'atzmi, or helem b'yatsim, and we further understand that godliness emerges from the source, me'ein Hamoir, to be the same as the source, you should have to argue that as the source is helem, so is the light. Just as the source, with a capital S, is called helem ha'atzmi, helem b'yatsim, the, the, the nature of the existence of God is that he has nothing to do with anything but self so he's hidden even though he's not hiding he's not seen even though he's not being blocked but because the nature of his being and I hate to use the word nature is a modesty is an existence in relationship with self so godliness which comes from that source should be the same thing a perfect It is as the source if Tzanuah as a source exists only in relationship with itself, so should the Eid be. And that's the way we understand this level of, of Eid safe, godliness as exists in relationship with self. Eid in Seif is not Hashem, it's not Helam Ha'atzmi. Eid Seif is a level of Oir. It's godliness, it's not God. But the expression which is found in the Maimorim is that it's yilui, although it emerges from the source, it's not revealing anything. In other words, as the source exists in relationship with itself, the light exists in relationship with itself, but, quote, at least, end quote, its light. And this arguably is the perfect model of Eden Taif, the perfect concept of godliness, the most comprehensive idea of Eden Eden is as the source is hidden in relationship with itself, the light which emerges from that source is also hidden in relationship with itself. And obviously, there's an incredible Timtum. Between how Elakus is in a state of helam haatmi, how Elaka is in a state of helam haatmi, and how Elakus is in a state of helam beetzim, how it safe, how godliness is in a hidden state. Basically, the difference is Elaka, when you're talking about Hashem as being helam beetzim, he's because he's not a metias, and it Saif safe, which is hidden in relationship with self is a Matthias it's light it's a Matthias it as a form and theoretically the meaning of the word Matthias means it can be identified in relationship with something else except that it isn't so the my would argue for safe to emerge from what we call osmos has to be a very very huge symptom an incredible symptom because the source is a uh, built in Matthias, his existence is non existential. And the Oriyar, which we're calling the face of Elokus, is, uh, is a Matthias Nimsa, even though it's in a state of Hel- be it. Now, the right thing for me to do is to explain this symptom. But I can't explain it because I don't know it, I don't understand it. I think that in the Maimah Katayinti Reishayin Ches that I mentioned before on page Tzadik Tes and in the Maimah of the Rebbe Katayinti Tavshin Yudzayin on page Samach there may be some kind of insight in what's the nature of this symptom but uh, we're going to leave this alone we're just going to move on we're just going to simply state that the idea that a Khus that godliness exists in a state of Atom but it's a Matias of Oed, is an incredible symptom from the way it's included in Moed. It's the biggest symptom. But in the second level of Eidin Seif. And the second level of Eidin Seif, again, going back to the first page of the Basilagani, Gani, Tavshin yudalev, is called Gilu La'atzmai Bishvila Atsmai. It's revealed to self because of self. This is the Mokar of Sevil klam. This is the source of Sevil Kalam. This second level, is also Lifnei HaTzimtzum but it's very, very, very different than the first level significantly, very substantially different than the first level the difference between the first level and the second level is that the first level is in a state of helam. it's not a Helm, though we don't see it It's a helam Beyetzim it's the nature of its existence is that it's not detectable that it exists only in relationship itself the middle level is Giloy how godliness that first exists in a state of Helem is Tzimtzum, so that it should be in a state of gilu. The meaning of the word gilu is that it will touch another and the other will detect it and experience it. it. The other will be affected by that experience and the light will be affected by the fact that the other experiences it. Meaning to say that the other will experience the light and he will know it, will know the light, not because it becomes one with the light, but it will know the light as another. And so long as the Erein Seif is known by another, as another, this is called Gilui. This is called Revelation. This is called a change. It's a meeting of two things where each one is affected by the meeting. And this is the second level of Erein Seif, where the Erein Seif is in a state of Gilui, where the goddess is in a state of Revelation. And um, here again, and this is the source of the Erein Seif, HaSeif of Kalam. Now, here again, there is a huge tzimtzum for godliness to go from being in a state of hellum, to being in a state of gilu, even if the gilu is only liatzme. but the very notion of revelation that it has a relationship with another is an incredible tzimtzum um, that allows for the oil to have changed from the way it's in a state of hellum, to the way it's in a state of gilu. And here I'm going to offer some meaning, some, a little bit of insight into what the tzimtzum is. There's a rule about Tzimtzum that says that every symptom has two symptoms. When something is reduced, when a light is reduced from the way it is in the higher level to the way it is in the lower level. And of course, there's a presumption that nothing is created kan kan everything goes back to the beginning. So if light comes on from a lower level to a higher level before it descended from the higher level to the lower level it existed in the higher level but in order for it to descend from that higher level to lower level two things have to take place. Number one, the Pneumius, the inner dimension of that oil oh, has to be removed. And number two, as a consequence of the inner dimension of that oil oh, being removed, the is, the secondary dimension of that oil oh, could manifest, could emerge. And in this case, this is how you would understand it. In Saif, the first level of godliness, in Saif, which is in the state of hell and is defined by its bittel. It's very close to the source. It feels the source. And as the source is hidden, so is the light hidden. The symptom that takes place between this first level of aiding and Seif and the second level of aiding and Seif is that the Bittl has to be removed or the Bittl has to be diminished. The degree of bittle that the oid has to the source that on the first level makes it dark like the source itself is dark has to be removed and when the Bittl of the aid is diminished so the secondary idea of the Eid er, which is Gilui, that the idea of Eid er is that it's a Matthias, that it exists as a form and therefore exists, could in theory exist in relationship with others, emerges. And that's how the second level is separated from the first level. The Bittal is removed and the phenomenon of Matthias or Gilui of the Eid in emerges and this second level of Eid in is called Gilui, it's called Revelation. Now there's a couple of things you have to understand about this Revelation. Because you're talking pre-tzimtzim, and pre-tzimtzim there's no real zulas. So the Maimonim explained that it says zulas binayubey, kardain kamtza. The other in the light is actually not separated from the light, it's a part of the light itself. To use fancy words, there's kecha bligwul and kecha gvul And in Seishafnehat zimtzim, kecha gvol and, and, and kecha bligwul exist together. So when in the 18th Seish, the kecha bligwul, the kecha gwul, are separated a little bit within itself that the Kayacha Gavul could be considered Azulas, another. Compared to the Kayacha Beli it can be a concept of Gilui. And this is the concept, this is the idea of the second Madrega Verin Seif that is a Timtum that removes the Bittel and allows the idea of Gilui to emerge. And the Gilui has to do with the Oiseus or the Kei'lim which are Mineo Another thing about this Madrega Verin Seif that this is already divorced from the Alta Rebbe. In other words, I don't think this is written in Kabbalah, this is called Svidah, saying, this is an infinite number of Sfiras, And um, the reason is an infinite number of Svidah, because Hashem is infinite. Hashem is infinite in every way. He's infinite in His plainness, He's infinite in His endlessness, He's infinite in His diverse possibilities. When oir becomes in a state of Giloi, those infinite possibilities reveal themselves. They don't necessarily reveal themselves as individual possibilities, but they reveal themselves as the manifestation of those possibilities. And it's therefore called saint kates in the Madreig of Seif, which is La La'atzma B'Shvila Atma, which is the Mokar Seif of Kalam. there is the idea of Svirah saint Kates, because it's a reflection of what Atmos is. But it's the way Atmos is in a state of Gilui. And that's the second level of Erein Seif. Gilo'y La'atzma, which is B'Shvila and then there's a third level of Enei Seif, And the third level of Enei Seif is what we call Gilo La'atzmei, which is Beshviel Ha'Elemis, which is the Moket of Ma'alak Ha'alman, revelation for in himself, for the for the sake of the world, to source of Ma'alak This third level is already the beginning of worldliness. This happens through Dotson. When Hashem wills the world to exist, there is a godliness which is going to reveal itself in the world, and that's why it's going to be in the number of 10 spheres, because it's a reflection not of what the Psittas of Eloquus is, but it's a reflection of what the world is going to be. So I'm going to interrupt right here and speak to a very important idea that I mentioned in my previous segment. And that is that the first two levels of Adensev that I just mentioned, the idea of Etzma of Adensev, and Gilil Atzma b'shv'il Atzma, which is the Moket of Sebev Kalama, that Tzvirah St. Kate's, these two levels of godliness are not about the world at all. It's as if you were to say that if God would not create the world, these levels of godliness would exist. Although there are Gilil Ha'atzma, Chas Shalom, to say that they must exist, but the nature of their existence is that they're part of Shleimas Ha'atzmas. They're part of the wholeness of godliness. Um, The philosophy behind this would be this. Um, God is everything, right? God is everything. Not God is everything, God is every possibility. But when you say that God is everything, God is every possibility, there's two conditions for that idea. God is everything, God is every possibility. Number one, God is everything, God is every possibility, the way all of those everything and possibility exist as non-things. Because He exists, all possibilities exist, all of everything exists, but it's existent only because of Him. The other model is that in order for Him to be whole, the idea that God is everything, and that God is every possibility has to actually be manifest, has to be actually expressed. In other words, if God is perfect and whole, it's not only that in theory from Him could come everything, but there has to be a place and a level where from Him everything actually comes. And these two first levels of Enein Taf, Atzimah's of Enein Tzheif and Gila, atzima Atzimah, which is the, Mokra, the Klam and go into this category. The levels of godliness that don't exist because of worldliness, but they exist outside of Etzim. In other words, they represent the idea that the perfection and wholeness of godliness is not only in theory, but in its actualization. There's the actual expression of all possibilities on the level of godliness which is represented by the Madrega of Etzim of Eretzim and the Madrega of Gili of And the next segment was talk, talking about the third level of Eretzim, Shlifni Atzim Tzum. And when it comes to the third level of Eretzim, Shlifni Atzim Tzum, this is already the beginning of worldliness. <laughs>